The IRS plans to begin this year's tax filing season on time, as if to say, what shutdown? That means they'll start sending out tax refund checks on January 28th. But Democratic lawmakers and agency employees alike have have raised concerns about the logistics of getting everything done on time. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. And Jory, let's start with what the Democratic lawmakers have had to say about the IRS plans. I guess they want them to be able to do this, but they're skeptical? Skeptical is a good word for it, Tom. They really have pushed back more than anything else on the Trump administration's narrative, their unofficial motto, really, that they're trying to make this shutdown as painless as possible. We've heard that mantra repeated a couple of times now. And, sure. Uh, Congressman Jerry Conley at a press conference on Wednesday, he said that the Trump administration has, to some degree, been hiding the effects of the shutdown from the public. Well, there was a government shutdown and they had caused it, but they didn't want the public to have to see that. And so I think the same game is going on now. So uh, let's not interrupt the food stamps now that we think about it. Let's make sure tax refunds are processed, if not other kinds of tax activity at IRS. I think all of those are questionable activities. I think they further degrade morale in the federal workforce. And I don't think the American public is fooled by it. Well, I guess you can't have it both ways. Either you stop everything or you try to make it painless. But anyway, those refund checks, if there's no money coming in, what? how do they do this? I mean, it's not really appropriated funds, is it? Refunds are money they got from taxpayers. So it's actually a really interesting legal question. I'll hit the highlights here. Um, for one thing, the, the funds, the pool of money the IRS pulls from to issue those tax refunds, that is not congressionally appropriated. A senior administration official told us that that is uh, that comes from an indefinite permanent appropriation. That's a a very legalese kind of term, putting it that way. But, uh, you know, I also had uh, Danny Werfel. He's a well, I think that term that you mentioned probably means that the money is set aside by IRS from tax refunds or tax returns, rather. But the IRS has the authority to disperse those funds without an appropriation because it came from taxpayers and it's theirs to begin with that shouldn't have gone into the government if people had figured out the returns correctly, I think is what that all means. Put it in more plain English, this same senior administration official said, you know, they, they kind of have the, the mandate of, well, Congress always intended that these checks would come out. And so even under a shutdown, it wouldn't make sense that they would stop those payments if especially this is not appropriated funds. Um, and I also had Danny Werfel. Uh, he's a former acting IRS commissioner from under the Obama administration, and he helped me explain this a little bit further. So when the lapse in appropriations occurs, it doesn't impede the actual funds that go into the tax refund. What it impedes is the discretionary budget that the IRS has to process the tax return and take the administrative steps to issue a payment to a, a taxpayer that's owed a refund. I guess the translation there is that the IRS has to have people operate the computer systems that do this, and the systems themselves need maintenance and electricity and so on. So there's a lot of indirect cost with the ability to write a check. They don't really write – well, I guess they still do checks. I still get a check back. Even though you file electronically, you get a check back. Oh, well. Anyhow, we're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And how did the IRS deal with these in the past? Because there have been lots of shutdowns in the last 10, 20 years. Well, yeah, there's a lot of precedent here, a lot of case studies and a lot of case studies under different administrations. And they've all kind of approached these in different ways. The IRS in 2014 delayed the filing season by about a week um, that because of the 2013 shutdown in October of 2013. And also Dave Mader, uh, he had caught up with you on the federal drive. 
He's a former OMB controller, and he's also uh, had been a career IRS employee for more than 30 years. Um, and under the and he's still an optimistic man. And, and you know, he uh, he's a wealth of information for in both the administration view and the the agency view. And under the Clinton administration, he saw a government shutdown for uh, for five days in November of 1995, and then again for 21 days from December to January. That's the the record to beat now. And he well, we've beaten it. Well, yes, yeah. And uh, for the first couple of days in November, that first part of that shutdown, uh, he explained that there was a skeleton crew at the IRS, and uh, you know they realized that they had to gear up operations for the upcoming tax filing season. We actually brought back thousands of folks that were involved, both IT folks, but it was also processing folks that were going to be involved in finalizing preparations for the filing season, but also just opening mail and depositing checks that IRS receives every single day for tax payments. Yeah, people forget how much paperwork the IRS still has, even in the era of e-filing, but they still have millions of paper documents they deal with. They used to have specialized desks covered and surrounded with all these different bins for all the different forms they had to deal with. I'm not sure those desks still exist. Anyhow, Jory, before the shutdown, IRS had to prepare for a tax season characterized by an overhaul of tax law, which makes for an unusually busy season. How ready were they for that, before this whole shutdown fiasco, even before the shutdown, there were some warning signs that the the workload was quite a strain on the workforce that was already there. Uh, keep in mind, you know, in the background of all of this, the IRS has been dealing with budget and workforce cuts, you know, for a number of years now. And you know, I caught up with the the IRS Advisory Council President Dennis Ventry back in November, and he had told me that even then, guidance was still coming in for the new tax reform law. For these employees to implement that, and you know, a, a furloughed IRS employee actually reached out to me and said that the temporary workers that the agency brings in to help, uh, you know, process some of the individual tax returns, uh, they usually get trained in early January timeline and explain that you know because of the the furloughs and the shutdown, uh, those temporary workers are not coming in. And, you know, also another thing to point out is that the IRS, uh, about a quarter of their workforce is retirement eligible. And we've spoken about it in any number of ways. But the, the fear of a retirement kind of wave where these IRS employees, they already can walk out the door. And if this gets to be too much, they can they can just go ahead and do that. So the National Treasury Employees Union then has lots of issues it's dealing with, both the general background problems of lower staffing because of recent year budget cuts this new tax reform, which has to be implemented, and now the shutdown. Yeah, you can't really overstate just how many things, how many spinning plates the IRS is dealing with right now. And if the shutdown were to drag on, and Tim Kaine says that he thinks it's going to be over this week, when might the IRS call back more employees back to work if there is still a continuing shutdown? So last week, the IRS said that an updated filing season contingency plan would be coming out in the coming days. That's that, that was that was their way of saying it. The coming days, um, and you know, I've followed up with the IRS since uh, they have declined to give a date or an estimate of when that would come out. Um, I looked at the the FY eighteen guidance for that, and just as a rough estimate, uh, under that plan, they would have brought 43% of its workforce back. That's compared to 12.5% now. And, you know, it was worth bringing up to the the furloughed IRS employee who reached out, and he said as of last Wednesday, uh, he hadn't gotten word back from the agency. All right. Well, one thing I think we can all be sure of is we'll die someday, and this year we'll pay taxes one way or another. 
One way or another, Tom. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.